0: Welcome to Cosmic Explorations Podcast, inspired by the cosmos, narrated by this assessing witch, Eva Christina here, exploring the universe in and of us through a cosmic storytelling of astrology and a playful invocation of zodiac archetypes that live inside all of us. Experimenting with this fancy feature of distortion on my mic that I thought was super useless at first, but now I kind of like it. (laughs) This is going to be an interesting intro (laughs) to today's podcast because it is super early when I'm recording this. The sun hasn't come out yet, but I felt called to show up here in all of the flavors of the feminine in this cancer season, which is what we are exploring through this archetype. I don't know about you, though I would love to know, but this cancer season has really invited me more inward. I've been feeling much less social and going into deeper reflection and contemplation Which is what the fourth house that is ruled by Cancer represents in astrological wheel, the place of reflection, rooting down, going inward. And man, is this episode taking us into the depths of our oceanic nature? I recently did my first coral snorkeling adventure here in Bali. And just ah oh, oh. <laughs> I don't want an orgasm on mic right here. It's not the episode for that, <laughs> or is it? Anyway, just um, <laughs> the ocean really does something to me. The waters, the healing waters, ah, oh, the source of life. <laughs> I said it's gonna be an interesting intro. <laughs> also hopefully a little bit of a shorter one i have to say that i'm currently going through some kind of a portal the portal of the unknown which is what the feminine is constantly inviting us into through the cycles of life and that's what we're diving into in this episode as well the cancer the wa- the first water sign of the zodiac that is inviting us into the depths of our emotional alchemy our emotional mastery the feeling nature and this is such an important topic for what is happening in the world right now and as always astrology is right on time in so many ways but this kind of astrological explanations is not what i do uh, over here instead we're going into something much juicier Today's episode was actually recorded live within the gang. Some beautiful, beautiful souls joined me to bounce the energy and feel into this archetype. And first we start with a little meditation of water cleansing, water washing, connecting to the water element. One of my favorites. And then we open up the field for the divine matter, divine feminine, whatever that means. We also go into that a little bit. Uh, to lead the way into inner safety, emotional alchemy, connecting to our ancestors and past life's energies. So these are the main topic, topics of today's attunement. And... After that, in the gang, we went into a really beautiful meditation. The feedback that um, I received on it was really touching, bringing more clarity of the heart and the soul and also opening up portals for us to continue to connect with the energies that are bigger than us but are an extension of us, are us. Whether that's your cosmic team, your higher self, your past life's energies, your future self, it's all happening in the now glory glory. If after listening to this episode, or perhaps already now, (laughs) you feel called to deeper connect with these energies through this meditation, Please feel free to write to me on Instagram. I would be super honored to share this piece of the eternal moment with you. And it's yours to keep, to keep diving back to. Because it's truly something that I feel can help us arrive deeper into ourselves, our sense of safety to be able to access the wisdom of our soul and our heart, because that's what it takes. Our intuition is always there, always speaking. But are we able to hear it? Are we able to listen? And this is, this meditation, this practice is a portal to that deeper attunement. And it is yours to keep and yours to play with. <laughs> And it is accompanied by a beautiful cancer monthly journal which further explores our family patterns, certain traits that we are caring for our parents, through our parents, but do not feel authentically ours and do not support our mm, most truthful expression, our heart's truest expression, kind of new reality are you building for yourself. And for humanity, your healing is my healing, my healing is your healing, our healing is the collective healing, and that's what we're here for. And the current healing, I deeply believe, is in the liberation of the true feminine. And this feminine healing lies in deeper connection, love, feeling. And I am here to go deep into the unknown waters of your underworld, the darkness that holds so much light and gold, so much potential and gifts that haven't been yet explored because of all of the conditioning that has been imposed on us. Not bringing it from the place of like victimization, of like, oh my God, we're so poor, we've been so conditioned, ah... But actually claiming our power in that, recognizing that our power has never been truly taken away, because your power can only be taken away when you project it on the outside. And that's not what the feminine wants you to do right now. Not to see others being in control of your radiance, your aliveness, your body, your will, your expression. It is in us. And also recognizing that, yeah, systematic oppression is fucking real and injustice, inequality, repression, they are a part of this reality here on Earth for now. I don't know. Um, But I also want to acknowledge that I feel like I am speaking from a place of privilege, which I am deeply grateful for, in a way that I do have freedom. I know that I have freedom. I grew up in a way that has made me believe that my freedom cannot be truly taken away from me. And whether I believe that as the ultimate truth, I do. And also recognizing the limitations and... I don't know what to call them. Just... Shit show of the world that likes to make us believe otherwise and on the physical plane exercises that in very fucked up ways. And on that, I want to say that I want to fuck up the system with you in juicy, hard-opening, embodied, expanding, feminine ways. Feminine and masculine. The balance, the polarity, it's no one without the other, as we will hear about in this podcast too. This is what Cosmic As is currently guiding me into. For me, my way of activism right now that I feel the most connected to is truly in cultivating my sovereignty, my power, and the sovereignty of the community, the power of the community to connect in deep, meaningful ways. And whether that is through the gang or what I'm currently even more deeply guided to is to dive deep one-on-one, whether that is through one-time readings, although as punching and activating they can be as a Libra Scorpio, I love to be in deeper journeys with people, which is through either triangle- bundle, which is like a mini cosmic coaching of three sessions or a 3 months long journey of cosmic coaching. So I'm calling fellow rebellious souls and passionate visionaries, those who are ready to step up, lead themselves and humanity into more pleasure, playfulness, deeper connection. Those who want to truly strengthen their connection to the universe, the spirit, so that they can receive the fullness of their gifts, no longer hiding and playing small and being apologetic about the fucking glory of their full spectrum being, that raw expression that brings so much sensuality and embodiment. And by now... Most of you might know, I do it through the lens of astrology and Akashic records, but it's so much more. It's about the embodiment. It's about bringing through the bloody. That's the pleasurable, sensual, truly ah, deeply pattern-shaking aspect of it. But Because of that... It is truly only for those who are ready for their lives to change because I know what I bring into the space and I'm only available for those who can meet me in that commitment, in that devotion, in that deep womb yearning for the truth, for their liberation, for their soul's expansion, to radiate like a motherfucking sun. Mm -mm. If you're that bad bitch, in male or female or non-binary form, you know how to find me. (laughs) I'm ready to get drunk on life with you. (sighs) So, let us transition into today's main part of the episode through this ingenious sound effect of mine. Welcome into the Cosmic as space. Ah, Wherever and whenever people might find listening to this, I really like to start with dropping into the space. So if you can, if you have the space to claim this moment, to close your eyes if it feels comfortable, And just take a few deep breaths into the body to start with. We're gonna start with a little visualization to set ourselves up under this new moon, under the moon in whatever phase she might be. Mm. Inviting the fresh energy into the body through the inhale and feeling the grounding effect of the exhalation.
1: And whether with closed or opened eyes, just softening the gaze, inviting in the element of water.
0: How does it feel like? to know that the water from the heavens is now pouring down onto your body from above, feeling the cleansing effect of the water, washing down your body, down your central channel,
1: washing and replenishing,
0: Releasing any stress and any tension from the body. Just feeling this refreshing, nurturing energy. How the water that is flowing down from above like a waterfall through you. How it's softening the edges.
1: Softening any tension in the body. Breathing in this refreshing essence, the substance of life. Noticing how your body is reacting to
0: the frequency of this water. As you continue to breathe deeply, can you notice any shifts in your body as you allow this water to continue flowing
1: through you and inside of you? The water as the spirit. As the water is flowing down your body, feel the
0: spirit moving through as well. Higher qualities matching with your vibration. Bringing in the flow of abundance.
1: The flow of love the flow of deeper connection, feel it run through your body.
0: And as the water keeps pouring, you notice that we are sitting in the stream of water, sitting in the water, being hugged by her beautiful essence. The water goddess
1: is present, the essence of life, recognizing that, Her essence is the essence of you, too. The water that is you. Feeling this
0: water. Noticing how we are the water element. Recognizing yourself as the oceanic
1: being. Being made from
0: the water. The physical structure of your body. Feeling how we come from water, from the inner union of our father's semen, literally the semen, and our mother's acts, which also have watery essence. Feeling the essence of the water within and without. Just notice. How is it showing up in your field? We are formed in the waters of the womb, born into this blue planet of the earth, a bigger womb of the water, full of the most incredible life. Even though we are spread all around the world, we can feel each other, so deeply through the essence of the water, the essence that connects us, connection through the mysterious webs of life, dreaming and breathing under the same moonlight, howling into the sun, into the skies, with similar play,
1: prayers, feeling the same emotions. As you continue to tune in, bringing the awareness
0: of, yeah, it's easy to feel connected when we are in person. Many prefer that. But to feel each other right now through the veils of the physical distance,
1: the refinement of the third eye, this is the deeper attunement. This is
0: you tapping in your psychic powers. And whether you are here now live or tuning in later on, can you feel the beautiful humans
1: that are sharing this moment,
0: sitting in this water of life, connected to the oceans above and below, within and without,
1: being washed by the same water, connected to the divine consciousness, being loved by the same cosmic mother.
0: Mm. I invite you to take a deep breath and allow yourself to make a loud exhalation, no matter where you are, full permission to be and express. Mm. As the water will continue to flow. And as you slowly come back and start opening your eyes, noticing how you might see the world with a bit more clarity after being washed and blessed by the sacred waters of your consciousness and of this present moment,
1: deeper rooting of your essence. And from here, we arise. it is so lovely
0: to be here with you beautiful humans this today feels like a very special transmission with a special occasion uh, with the cancer archetype i don't know about you but i'm definitely a water baby i've definitely been a mermaid at least in one of the past lives for sure And uh, water for me is that safe, cozy space. I noticed, and other people notice how like different qualities come alive in me when I'm in the water. I don't know, maybe you have experienced similar or perhaps some other spaces make you feel like that. I'm tuning in from Bali. (laughs) And one of the reasons why I came here was to be on an island surrounded by the ocean, have an easy access, to the beautiful jungle pools and gorgeous bathtubs. It's just yum yum. Mm. And I saw, I saw a meme the other day on Instagram and I, I couldn't, I wasn't able to find it, but it says something around like, water is God. God, I love Instagram wisdom memes. <laughs> and not to make any other element, not to make any element superior. Um, Because it is the wholeness that makes it divine. But like I said before, if you imagine the water element circulating from above, down below, always moving in everything, as within, so without. I agree. (laughs) Water is such an intimate element. And uh, very often it is connected to the feminine to emotions. And as we know, just like the water, emotions run deep and just like the waves reach high. So there are emotional states. Those who are present here, please feel free to use the chat anytime. It's so beautiful to see your faces, feel your presence as we dive deeper into the Cancer zodiac sign here in the cosmic explorations gang we are exploring life the universe of us and around us through the astrological archetypes which give us an access to wider range of the energies that are available to us that live inside all of us but perhaps are not as naturally or as intensely expressed so those of you who have a lot of water in your chart you might be naturally more connected to your emotions, are naturally more moved by emotions, feel things very
1: intensely. And cancer in particular,
0: it's such a, it's the first water sign of the zodiac. It is our early emotional relating in a way. In the zodiac wheel, it belongs to the fourth house, which is at the very bottom of astrological chart meaning it represents the most intimate, private parts of our chart, our innermost self.
1: And this fourth house together with cancer
0: speaks of our roots, connects us to our foundation, a place from which we arise. You might've heard the expression before in yoga, root to rise. Well, here we go. In the depths of our emotional flow, From here, we truly rise. And being in the deepest depths, that's one of the most profound paths of maturing. And it's not always easy to be accessed because cancer is ruled by the moon. The moon that actually is connected to the subconscious, to the hidden. That's why we often say the boiling emotions inside. I don't know, what does does it mean? Well, how does it feel? The moon that represents that feminine archetype. We often call it mother moon or grandmother moon even. The feminine energy that is often perceived as the receptive, flowing, always shifting. What the moon does is reminds us of our cyclical nature. In astrology, the moon is the fastest moving object in the sky from the perspective of the earth. And it actually changes signs every two and a half days approximately. And so does the feminine energy. (laughs) Often women to now go into more gendered, uh, story are seen as like what is the archetype for a woman it's like oh women are emotional and moody and change their minds all the time well if it's the moon that represents the feminine fuck yeah it changes that is the nature of life fluid and dynamic the moon that governs the tides and shakes the waters in our bodies. This is what we feel a little cuckoo around a full moon because the waters of our insides are more intensified. It is just that. And we don't say to the moon to stop rotating. We don't expect the moon to not move the sea. So why do we expect ourselves not to feel deeply, not to change our moods? not to shift our perspectives, be dynamic with our emotions. Now, the art of emotional alchemy is to not be, get drowned and overwhelmed by these emotional waves, but to know how to source the wisdom. Emotional intelligence is not about not being moved by our emotions, but by being able to be with them in a masterful, artful way. If you imagine the moon traveling through the whole 12 signs of the zodiac in a month, how much fucking wisdom is in that? And if women are so deeply connected to the moon through centuries, you're gonna see these connections. Through our moon cycle, our menstruating, bleeding time, how much fucking wisdom is stored in the feminine nature that is in all of us but especially in female bodies that have that um, more natural access to the feminine wisdom
1: so the moon sources the
0: wisdom of all of the, the sor- all of the signs that is the gift of the feminine the ability to change shift the capacity to hold so much And this requires a lot of presence and emotional attunement which is what most spiritual practices are about. Right? One of the most spiritual things we can do is be present. (laughs) And the water element can assist us so beautifully in this. I'm wondering those of you who are present if perhaps you want to share if you have any significant planets or signs in cancer or any other water sign or if you feel any special kind of connection to the water
1: or some other element.
0: Now, the question is, how do we more consciously work with the spirit of the water? Because in the West, water is so accessible and so available that it almost lost its magical meaning, right? We open the tap and bam, there it is. the water as we know like even scientifically the experiments have been done adapts to the frequencies around right how they were like saying mean things to the water and the imprint that the water created or just the shapes of the flakes that the water
1: takes when confronted with different frequencies that means that Water is one of the most magical
0: tools we can work with. It can literally be coded with love, wisdom, abundance, safety.
1: It can be coded with whatever kind of
0: vibration we want. It's one of the most powerful manifestation tools. To pray with the water. Tell her what you desire, what you long for. What you're grateful for
1: as we bless the water the water blesses
0: us as we immerse with this element this is why the thoughts are so important right because when you the way you speak to yourself is creating a certain frequency in your body and if your body is mostly made of water what does that do right so here's an
1: invitation How is water calling you? When you
0: drink, how do you sip that source of life? How do you look at it? How do you hold it? So many people have downloads in the shower. Well, yeah, because the essence of the water is connected to the spirit. That's why showering is so freaking awesome. And we got so much clarity like the practice that we started with being washed being
1: receiving that relief receiving the nourishment
0: if you live somewhere close to the water go down and pray talk to the bigger body of water ask for guidance the art of listening even when you're setting intentions feel the vibration of these intentions in your body being carried and recognized by the water within so the cancer and the moon are even in astrology are speaking to how we sense how we intuit and emotionally relate to the world and a friend of mine recently shared this piece of wisdom of an older balinese man who sells bracelets, sunglasses on the beach for the past 25 years, the same thing every day. There was this piece of wisdom that this man shared with him and it really touched me. The man said, don't focus on the waves, focus on the ocean, right? That's zooming out, The emotional mastery. If you focus on the waves, there's always gonna be another wave, no matter what, there's always gonna be movement. And that's another part of the feminine nature, as we said. The feminine is always looking for more. The feminine will always bring more. One of the biggest disservices that you can do as a feminine being to yourself is trying to tame your emotions, is trying to be less. That's the feminine gift to feel deeper, more, always looking for more connection. After each wave, there will be another one. And the mastery of the feminine is learning how to be with the ever-waving ocean, inside and outside. Teaching the world how to shift, change with ease. And when it comes to this desire for more, it is important to note or recognize where is this more coming from? Is it coming from the lack, the wounding, conditioning? Because what cancer archetype also connects us to is our childhood, early childhood imprints, the childhood conditionings. Cancer with the fourth house represents our family, our upbringing, and often in this pursuit for more, for love and safety that cancer speaks about, we're looking for what we didn't get as children, So this is why that inner child work is so important, so that we can move from this lack into the overflow, the place of the heart where the feminine truly resides, that endless love of divine mother, which is the ultimate Cancerian archetype. She doesn't want more because she needs more. No, she wants more because that's the wave of life. That's the most natural
1: expression. Hmm. Love is infinite.
0: And the feminine knows that. The Cancerian archetype helps us reparent ourselves in a way. But here's the catch right? Cancer archetype is connected to the mother archetype. But is the mother archetype truly the feminine archetype? Is
1: the question here? Mm.
0: Because if you think of it, what the mother does is protects, right? The protective mother, the one that creates safety, that yes, nourishes, but hers—it's a fierce fucking role to be a mother. Like I don't know, but Jesus, I think it's one of the most profound paths of life probably and what I've been receiving from spirit lately is that you know is the matter of archetype truly feminine what the spirit has been saying is that it doesn't fucking matter These are just the labels of the feminine masculine, and I think at some point we are going to collectively move away from that as well. Just like the astrology is not here as the ultimate truth. It is here to help us provide that language, structure, understanding, to expand our awareness and our attunement. And once we are deeply rooted in this connection, we don't need the labels. We don't If you're going to be attached to your moon in Cancer or your Scorpio rising, that's going to start to limit you at some point. If you're attached to how the feminine archetype, the mother archetype is supposed to be, well, that's not the freedom that our heart desires. So it doesn't fucking matter. But since we live on the earth, that is about duality, there is polarization. Without the yin, there is no yang, there is no wholeness. Without the feminine, there is no masculine and vice versa. So it can also be a beautiful concept to play with. And in that sense, yes, cancer, the mother archetype holds both polarities. And if you, if you know the symbolism of cancer, it's like two little fish, right? that are flowing one into another, creating wholeness, creating that unity, the infinite flow, the circle, the never ending journey,
1: creating the polarity of divine mother and divine father at the
0: same time. What cancer is often connected to or represented by is the symbolism of the crab, right? And if you imagine the crab as the the animal, it is hard on the outside. And in that sense, I would connect that to the masculine structure, that holding, that space that the masculine in this context would provide. Then it's soft and squishy on the inside, which is more of like traditionally, not traditionally, but commonly speaking, the feminine essence. It is both. It is always going to be all of it because there is no separation, really, that's just the illusion. And we are gonna be diving into the embodiment of different feminine archetypes uh, in the masterclass of this cancer season on the full moon of cancer season in July. And in ancient traditions and religions, it's interesting to observe how gods and goddesses are always married, right? They're always paired. And now, in my view, that is not promotion of heterosexual relationships, (laughs) which some religions like to hold on to, but it's actually pointing towards the flow of these energetic polarities and how to be in our feminine nature, to flow with the moon, we need that feminine, uh, that masculine capacity, space-holding structure the moon to dance and flow, has the zodiac archetypes, has the sky that holds her, has the sun to help her shine. See, it's it's about that unity, that connection, that cancer invites us deeper into. So whenever we hold space for ourselves or for others, it is more of our masculine energy if we go into the labels. But if you desire to be more in the feminine, there might be a resistance towards that. I know that I often feel, I often experience that. that it's like, I know how, I, how to hold myself, but I don't fucking wanna, right? Cause it's like that mass feminine that wants to be held instead. And there's nothing wrong with either side of that. It's just about bringing awareness of what is happening. And again, inviting the play of the archetypes. If I don't want to hold myself right now as I cry and I want to be held, what kind of archetype can you call upon to hold you in that? Because it is not just you. It is the vastness of the universe within you. It is not whatever limiting percept, perspective that we have of ourselves. We can call the archetypes to expand that capacity, the strength of our connection to hold so many different qualities within. And here the cancer archetype is still gonna be that divine mother within and without. When you need that support of the mother, how can you call upon your higher self to mother you? your future self that has the wisdom that you perhaps might not have right now. When you don't want to figure it all out by yourself, when you feel emotional, want to be held, call upon your cosmic team, the divine mother that births all of the goddesses. We're going to be embodying them and like truly feeling them and playing out with them in the masterclass. But just to, kind of lay out the playground, the players there that maybe you might feel more called to and can research further. Personally, I've been really diving into the Egyptian mythology lately and the goddesses, the Egyptian goddess Isis being like the divine feminine, the divine mother in Egyptian mythology. Working closely with Bastet, the cat goddess, or Hathor, the goddess of sensuality, sexuality. Sensuality, sexuality, same, almost. And perhaps you feel more connected to Hindu goddesses, goddess Lakshmi, Kali, the dark goddess, goddess Durga, Sarasvati. They're all the representation of that Shakti essence, that's the feminine essence. And the divine goddess being Mahadevi, Devi the goddess. Speaking of the cancer archetype that is connected to the water, there is a beautiful goddess Oshun from Nigerian tribe, uh Irumban.
1: You can call upon her when connecting to the water. Let
0: her tell you, guide you in this deeper connection. We have such a distorted perception of Mother Mary and Mary Magdalene in the West, I feel, but they have been. Such badass tantricas, (laughs) like they were such beautiful embodiment of divine feminine, and we're gonna dive deeper into in the master class. I don't want to get carried away because there's so much wisdom around that. Oh, even like this image of how divine feminine should look, that again can be so limiting, because in all of like if you read, um, mythology, all of the goddesses were really, like they were dark and in their essence. And so it's the emotional flow and revealing. If it's not the goddesses that you connect to, there are different archetypes. The archetype of the lover, the maiden, the queen. What calls to you? How can you call upon them, these archetypes, when you desire their wisdom? The archetype of the white woman, the wise woman, the mystic, the sage, the seductress. All of these archetypes that live within and they're all connected in the cancer divine mother that is not just this tranquil mother of nourishing oh she's so much more just look at the mother earth gaia panchamama prithvi and her wild full expression From the earthquakes to tsunamis to beautiful, lush forests. It's all of it. Mm. What cancer teaches us is that our emotions are the portal to infinity. And when we embrace and are able to be with our humanness, this is when we step into our divinity. And there's so much going on in the world around the feminine right now for many, many reasons. Astrology can also like point towards a lot of that, but I truly feel like, and I dare to say that the medicine of the world is in the
1: liberation
0: of the true feminine and the true feminine guides us into feeling, into true masterful feeling. And to go this deep, we need to create that inner safety, emotional safety, the foundation. This is what cancer is rooting us into in the fourth house. Rooting back down into that unshakable, infinite place of inner safety. Knowing that no matter what is happening in the world, no matter what is happening in our world, we are always... Always, fundamentally, okay? You can always come back to that inner safety in your
1: heart. That's why the media, I
0: mean, that's why, it's not that I'm making this statement, but just, you know, watching the media, watching the pop culture, creating so many images, stories uh, that are shaking our sense of safety because it numbs. It keeps us in the fear. Knowing how to truly feel and be with these emotions. It's one of the biggest powers we can have. So what does this safety represent to you?
1: How does a sense of safety feel in your body?
0: How do we keep arriving into this space, this feeling, this inner support? That's what we're going into today's meditation um after this first part of the journey going into that inner safe harbor
1: within and there are many
0: like more logical mental um ways that we could approach this sense of safety reflecting upon like our childhood imprints how emotional processing was mirrored to us as we were growing up how safe it was to feel and express our emotions as children. Right? There's, there's a very vast playground.
1: Um, but um, so often the,
0: we get stuck in these perceptions, in these stories from our childhood. There is this important step on our healing journey that involves this deep reflection and contemplation. But at the end of the day, focus on the ocean, not the waves, like the wise Balinese man said. At the end of the day, emotions are just informations. How do we zoom out? Feeling your feelings, yes, so important. But as a dear, dear friend of mine said, don't orgasm on your pain. Don't stay in the intensity of the emotions. Know how to sink down, feel them, and when to release, exp- when to experience that ecstasy. I've been observing this past few days how I was getting emotional about being emotional. I'm sure we all have, know that feeling, right? And that just creates that endless cycle of like oh I'm in my oh but like oh now I feel grief because I feel sad you know at some point at some stage of our journey not at the beginning but knowing when we're not when it's time to just fucking snap out of it zoom out focus on the horizon what is truly the lesson here because if we felt we wouldn't be getting stuck energy in motion if we are moving the emotions we're moving forward not getting stuck if you're getting stuck you're probably in the mental if we actually felt it would be clear moved and alchemized so stop looping in the stories in the overthinking avoiding
1: the actual feeling usually the
0: emotional overwhelm is just a mental clutter We've done a lot of work within the gang exactly on this, especially in Taurus season, feeling our emotions in the body. And it's something that we will continue doing because it is the reprogramming, the imprinting that we are creating here through repetition, through embodiment, through the meditations that access that deeper layers of the subconscious and then waving that into changing our positions of the body. That's how we snap out of it. Coming back to the body, coming back to our inner sense of home, that is our body. Connecting to the nature, to earth, the bigger body.
1: The art of knowing how
0: to feel and then let go. Not deep-toeing and attaching too much meaning to the emotions, allowing them to flow. Mm-hmm. in this pursuit of safety right um (laughs) there's a difference between playing safe and being safe playing safe hiding in the safety of your comfort zone which isn't the safety it's beautiful to recognize that without any guilt or shame just recognizing that there is something that is Probably protecting you when we go into that justification, looking for excuses, right? There's something that we want, something that we know will help us grow, expand and heal. But I don't have the time or money for it right now. Oh, but it's summertime and I want to be outside. And not on Zoom twice a month for two hours in this beautiful space of the Cosmic Gang. No, but truly, whatever it is, feel. What is it for you? Something that you feel called to, but what are the excuses that are being made? Because something in us is trying to keep us safe. But when is that just that protection coping mechanism that is outdated, that was imprinted, learned in childhood, cancer archetype, story, but right now it is not serving us. Does it really feel safer in this holding, in the waiting, doubting, postponing? We feel we are protecting ourselves from pain often, but we are actually most often protecting ourselves from life and love. And this, is, this shifts when we're able to truly arrive into that deeper knowing that whatever happens you are always going to be okay, no matter
1: what. The Embodied conscious
0: feeling is the healing. And a story, you know, it's not only about us. Your personal healing is generational healing. Cancer being connected to the family, our ancestry, our lineage. As you hear your roots, your innermost private self, it ripples. Yes, we are influenced by our conditioning and we are powerful conscious creators of
1: our own. And right now,
0: we are the stories that are being written in each and every moment. And just like water flowing, moving, never still, always recycling in a way. You're not the same as you were when you tuned into this session. You're different.
1: Something has moved. Can you feel it? Right now, we are writing our own ancestral story.
0: I heard this beautiful woman, her uh, her name is Chelsea Huntsman. Um, You can check her out on Instagram. It's yeah, I really like her. Um, She said um, that, let me find, you carry the gifts of the ancients and the wisdom of the future generations. If you want to connect to your lineage, keep tuning into yourself. There's this beautiful science of epigenetics, if you've heard of it. I'm not an expert on that, but it l- literally like shows how the fears, imprints, beliefs are passed down through the lineage, through the DNA. How often we're going to be playing out certain fears of our mothers, grandmothers, like the, the, the people before us.
1: And if that is possible, that means that as we
0: heal, we heal the generations after us as well. And it ripples, not only forward, also, not on, also backwards. As you shift things for yourself, you shift them for your family.
1: the question is like to what
0: extent are we willing to suffer unnecessarily for those who have already suffered if you're playing out same stories as your mother your grandmother your sisters and brothers we're just dragging our these ancestral patterns and our old pains forward what kind of suffering are you holding for your family why you no, know, I personally have witnessed my mother go through unhealthy relationships, have this deep distrust and dissatisfaction with the masculine, and have definitely went into relationships with the same patterns. Subconsciously, trying to heal it. Perhaps if I do it differently here, perhaps she will not have to. You know, I will take that pain away. If we love these people, we need to love them so much that we are no longer willing to repeat their patterns but release them there's this beautiful practice that is a part of the journaling um, the cancer journal of this month within the gang that states what runs in your family
1: what runs in your family this is what it runs out to, write, to have an exercise where you, when you have a writing
0: session and write down what family patterns are stopping here with you right now in this lifetime? And what patterns are starting with you? What are you no longer willing to carry from the past? And what are you bringing into the future? How is your story influencing the history of the world? Because every time that we decide a different path, it shifts, shifts things collectively. It shifts things in your family. Unleashing our parents and lineage through just our own personal liberation. It is as powerful as that. You embodying your magic is ancestral healing. Thinking all of all of the women and people in general who weren't able to share, breathe so freely and deeply. Being seen in these cancerian qualities of powerful vulnerability are intuitive gifts that we dare to go there.
1: There are many things opening
0: up there, and we're going to go into that in the masterclass as well around the witch wound in particular, the sister wound that we all share one way or another. To know that even you setting boundaries with your family is a part of the ancestral healing. And to also recognize that we didn't only get limiting and painful shit from our family and our lineage, yeah? Even though there might've been a lot of pain present in through centuries, there is also so much ancient wisdom, so much ancestral power that is coming from that. So how do we connect with a full spectrum of it? Not just being this blaming story,
1: Just setting intentions
0: to how you would like to connect with your ancestry or if you feel called to connect more with your lineage, set intention for that and allow your healed ancestors to reveal themselves to you, either in your dreams, in meditations, in certain symbolism. You, We are all such powerful intuitive creatures that we usually wait for others to tell us what to do. Well, how about... We collaborate directly with the universe on that. Sure, we can talk to our elders and do the same things our ancestors have done. That is a beautiful way to connecting to connect with our ancestry. But even simple things like walking barefoot, hugging the tree, collecting the herbs, looking at the moon, all of our ancestors have done that cooking, staring the pot, singing, drumming, that has been like a part of the family gatherings in the fields by the fire camp in the evening. Perhaps there are certain rituals that your ancestors have performed. This is so beautiful to observe here in Bali, how connected they are to their cultural heritage, their, their yeah, all of the rituals but also to know that it is not necessarily only the ancestry of your bloodline in this lifetime. We are cosmic beings. We, I personally am connected to past lives, energies. And so I currently feel connection to Egypt. Perhaps at some point it was more of like the Indian lineage rooted roots that I was interested in. Why? Well. Could be many reasons, but there comes time for everything. What calls to you right now? Just kind of a little discra- disclaimer not to force things. I know that I'm not ready to connect with my blood lineage just yet. <laughs> I'm still first sourcing the wisdom of my past lives to prepare me for that. And that's okay. The cancer does connect us to the past. Yeah. So exploring our past ancestry past life's energies that might be influencing us in this lifetime because it's all the never-ending circle, remember, unless we get enlightened perhaps, <laughs> but it's a constant flow. Um, Akashic records can beautifully help us explore that.
1: In Akashic records, yes, we have people
0: who read them, but also they're the library of your soul. They are stored within your DNA In your consciousness. So you can always set an intention to connect with the wisdom of your limitless soul. That's how we connect to our ancestry, our cosmic team, our past lives. Because for me, there are just different aspects of us. I used to fear what kind of entities can come to me, and oh my God, am I working with the light? Well, first of all, the power of intention that comes into this. And second of all, These are all beautiful aspects of us and setting intentions with them, being rooted in our heart, our current manifestation, clearing up the space. But yes, allowing these energies to come. You know, even I once had a Vedic astrology reading and I asked the astrologer about past life regression. And he was like, oh, no, 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 no. Like, don't go there. We don't want to bring the energy of the past into the now. And it got me thinking, but like, it's already here. If it's a continuation, if it's, even if it's not a continuation, if everything is happening simultaneously, it's all interconnected anyway. And one of the quotes that I love by Carl Jung is like he says, until we make unconscious conscious, it will direct our lives and we will call it faith. So how, yeah, I want to make those energies conscious because it helps me put them away, cut the cord, the light of the awareness. is one of the most powerful cleansing tools ever.
1: So people say, Don't be hooked on the past, focus on the future. Sure, in certain instances, that's right, I guess, but it is the power of the now that truly matters, being in the now. But here's a plot
0: twist. The now contains the future and the past. It is all right here. When we attune, when we drop deeper, when we allow ourselves to be moved in the now. And that's the anchor, that's the home, that's the space of inner safety.
1: So we will go into this portal
0: of the now, connecting with the future and the past, through a guided meditation for, all, for those who wish to stay, to continue exploring the season's archetype. And what this meditation is going to look like is that we are going to be connecting to our Akashic records and uh, seeing certain conditioning patterns or energies that might be influencing us from the past and seeing the potential of our energetic flow. uh, Taking a deep breath together into this safe space of the heart. Mm -hmm. Thank you for being here flowing through the cancerian archetype if you are going to tune out i invite you to take these messages to feel what has moved within and connect with the element of the water today see how the water wants to move with you through you and please if you feel caught to let me know how that went later on <laughs> that would be amazing i deeply deeply honor you for being here Um, if you wish to continue with the journey into the guided meditation that is happening yes now i will play a song just to kind of like and we can readjust find our place our space Um, and if you wish to stay for that you can stay for the cancer season and we can work the details later if you want to immerse and read deeper into these waters of us um yeah and otherwise let it be perfect as it is. God. Water effect. <laughs> ah, thank you for making it to this point of the cancer season podcast journey. There is another one coming this season with a very special water muse. I'm so excited for you to meet her. Um, and until then, if you want to further explore this archetype, yourself, life, water, whatever, in the universe, you know, we I hold it all <laughs> through the lens of astrology and Akashic records, I'm open to connect for one-time sessions um, through readings or longer journeys through cosmic explorations. If you want to jump into the gang, the family would be super thrilled to have you, either for one month or a three-month devotion, although that might be going through some changes. So let's see what the goddess says deep listening this season guys would love to hear what this episode brought for you and please feel free to share it with your loved ones share it on social media it warms my heart so much when the love is spread and shared so thank you so much i guess people also say to give a five-star review and subscribe to this podcast if you wish so as a sovereign being with your own strong free will. <laughs> but it does mean a lot. And you never know. Perhaps this is exactly what someone needs to feel today. So I would also love to feel you. <laughs> Ooh. Meaning that if we're not friends on Instagram yet, I would love to be. My name is Feva Cristina on Instagram. And in this incarnation too. (laughs) And I'm really looking forward to connecting with you more deeply. Thank you for tuning in. And we meet, see, taste, hear, feel (gasps) all of the feminine receiving
1: soon.